0: hey guys we're gonna do this a little bit differently this time this time around episode 22 is in the bags check it out you're tuning in good things are coming we got Ty freely in this motherfucker comedian smart guy inspirational tune in and listen it's live live
1: it's live it's live we're live okay um Ty oh. Ty what's hey. up man hey. how's it going thanks for coming on the show I really appreciate it and I feel extremely
0: loud so I'm gonna turn myself down. Uh,
2: thanks for having me. Yeah.
0: You, yeah. Good. Yeah. And no, I feel like I sound good. Yeah. Yeah. I right? you yeah. Happy? I think
1: move the mic closer to you. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Or, yeah. Uh, move closer. Your right. mic.
0: Better. Yeah. Pet all doesn't right. bite. Mic check. Mic check. All
1: right. This is uh this is unique. Episode 22. First time ever having a guest that we've never met before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Um. When you were driving down here, did it ever go through your mind that's like, what if these guys just fucking kill me?
2: Uh, no, that did not go through my <laughs> yeah, I feel like,
1: <laughs> I feel like if someone called me up and they were like, Hey man, you want to be on the podcast? I'd live out here. You just come show up to my house. I might be like, yo, what am I getting myself into? Yeah. Dude, <laughs> dude, that's what I felt yeah. like. We used to,
0: we used to, when we advertised on Tinder and Bumble, we dropped our thing in there. Like a girl saw it. We said, we would say, uh, looking for, you know, new to the area, have a podcast. Like we're looking for new guests or some shit. Yeah. And, like, I feel like girls would see that and be like, these two dudes are just trying to get some fucking girl yeah, over Yeah, it didn't him. work very well. Yeah, no, uh, we, put, no. we
1: put it on our, like, right in the bio. And it'd be like... So like, every,
0: everything's about how you say it. You got to word things the
1: right way. My bio was freaking, Lending um... That. My bio was, I like to be the Little Spoon because it's like wearing jetpacks. Oh, by the way, I have a podcast. Check it out. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't. It wasn't. Uh, didn't work very well. I didn't get very many matches.
0: That's uh, funny. Yeah, but, man, so... What were your thoughts coming down here? Thanks for coming, by the way.
2: Yeah, Yeah, it was, it was cool. I mean, I, well, I remember, uh, JJ mentioned it before, I think like in the spring or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I should
1: probably tell you. So JJ yeah, let's are my initials. Yeah. Oh, okay. But so my mom calls me JJ. So if you want to be like her, but otherwise it's Jacob. I'm sorry. So it's really up to you.
2: Well, uh, I'm, <laughs> not, I'm not going to be your mom. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, so Jacob, um, that invited me. and I was like, uh, you know, at first I was like, ah, yeah. okay. And I think nothing was said. And then it was brought up again recently. So I was talking to my wife and she was like, yeah, that might be pretty cool. I was like, um, all right. Yeah. yeah. Cool.
1: Well, cause um, I don't know. No. Were you here when we were talking? Like we pretty much met, we did like a Steve cook.
0: He's the most interesting, he's the most interesting man in the world, bro. Let the fans know.
1: Yeah. Well, like I saw how you like talked on Facebook and I was like, you know what? This guy has some pretty good thoughts. Right. I don't remember what I read, but I remember thinking like, yo, you, you should come on the podcast because I don't, whatever you were expressing, I was like agreeing with you. And,
2: uh, uh, yeah, it was something, uh, it was a, cause it was from a debate. Yeah. Like de- I was on a debate on Facebook and you mentioned something.
1: Yeah. Right there. And I was like, okay, yeah. So Even though,
0: you want to give us a quick little bio? We don't know who he is. I don't know who he is yet.
1: I don't really know who he is. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know you've done stand up
2: before. Right. And,
0: uh, you were in the army. You're a vet. in the army. Okay. you're from Arizona
2: from Arizona
0: you're married you married. married and you're 30 30 and what's your social security numbers <laughs> all right <laughs> <laughs>
2: all right babe so I gave my uh, social security number and, uh, it was good it was good
0: <laughs> it was just an hour of me reading off my personal information <laughs> <laughs> yeah. for some reason my credit card
1: doesn't work anymore <laughs> <laughs> um, I kind of did want to talk to you about stand-up. Um, okay. We briefly talked about it before the podcast. Because right. um, we've thought about going to an open mic. Honestly, I've never even been on an open mic. and um, I've thought about doing it with music too, because I play guitar and I like oh. playing instruments and stuff. But I uh, never really had the balls. So how how'd you get into it?
2: Um, it's actually pretty funny. So... I used to be like, and here's a long story. Since we're talking bios and shit, yeah. So when I was growing up, I was always a kid that was like the class
0: clown. A little bit closer. Yeah, yeah, just for sure. Slowly, yeah. Or just like pull the whole
1: thing in. Oh. Oh, there
2: it is.
0: Better. Yeah. You give cool. yourself like six inches. A fist. Yeah. That's
1: what I do. All right.
2: uh. No, yeah, you're good. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I was always in trouble because I'd act out in class and shit. And I'd like throw my pants off in front of the girls and they're like, oh, God. <laughs> and, like, all of my dude friends would laugh and shit. Stupid stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, I always knew I wanted to be in entertainment. And I was like, oh, you know, maybe like comedic acting one day. Yeah. And all my friends would be like, dude, you should do stand up. And I'd be like, uh, no, I don't want to do that. And then mm-hmm. I think it was, it's. A friend of mine gave me a Dane Cook CD, and I was like, cool. So I was like, listen to it. And uh, I was like, hey, you know, I I really want to do this. This is back in like 2008. Mm -hmm. So in 2009, I did a stand up competition and uh, I won. I won first place, which was pretty cool.
1: Out here in uh, Phoenix?
2: Yep, out here in Phoenix. And it was so shady Mm because it was like the dudes were like, oh, you win this competition and we'll fly you out to New York. And you get to perform in the Richard Pryor room. Oh like, shit. Yeah. So I was all stuck. So like I won and my wife was all excited for me. And the dudes never contacted me. Never. Like and I was like, What the fuck? <laughs> so I I messed message dude and this was like uh back in MySpace days and stuff. Yeah, so yeah. I hit him up on MySpace. And he was just like, Oh yeah, we'll 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 get to you about that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, So yeah, I won, but no, it was yeah, I never man,
1: I remember that. when Dane Cook first like blew
0: up, dude. He blew up hard. The Burger King one, bro. The Burger King? Yeah, sweet Whoa. sour sauce <laughs> in my pussy. The <laughs> shake. <laughs> 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 no, I was. Um, I
2: mean,
1: 2009, dude. I was still in high school, so I mean, you got you got some years on us. But um, where am I going with this? It, are, are you, you trying still, to call me old? Well, I mean, you're older. <laughs> A little bit older than us. All just just gets me that. But no, um, where are you going with it now? Are you still like pursuing it or? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: When I was in the army, uh, there was like this, I was stationed at Fort Benning. Mm -hmm. Um, I was a parachute rigger out there, 92 Romeo. Um, uh, A friend of mine who's a sergeant told me that there's like this thing in town in Columbus, Mm -hmm. the city outside Fort Benning. And he's like, it's this thing called No Shame and you can go and do your stand up and I went with him once and I didn't have the balls like I was just like super intimidated didn't do it so um, I was always like writing jokes while I was in the military yeah they would be like crazy like late at night my wife would be like hey it's like 11 what are you doing I'm like I'm writing jokes mm-hmm. um, when I got out um, I finally was just like fuck it dude I'm, I'm going for it so I uh, have a friend who does stand up actually out in uh, Minnesota his mm-hmm. name's Josh Fullerhawk really funny dude um, he's like, yeah, just look some stuff up on p- online and try and do it. So, mm-hmm. I don't think people
1: really understand like the amount of. I didn't really know until I started listening to, like Joe Rogan how, uh, like, every comic has to, like really work on every single bit, right? And like actually writing it out. Like when I was growing up and I heard like stand up, I just thought they were just funny guys going on stage and just spitting that shit out and being hilarious. And then once I heard Joe, and I was like, uh, uh, is your process similar to like how he explains it? Just
2: yeah yeah and just one thing to that is you learn quickly in stand up that just because you grew up as a funny dude amongst your friends mm-hmm. that does not fucking matter when you do stand up. Mm-hmm. you get, it's it's people that are wanting you to be funny. they're paying to be there to be funny mm-hmm. for you to be funny. So it's a different world. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as writing in in that, yeah, um, yeah, it's the same thing. You've got to put some time away to write. And you have to take this thing that it's a funny idea at first yeah. and keep go pounding away at the stupid thing. Just keep mm-hmm. rewriting it, rewriting it, editing it until you come up with a funnier bit. Because the initial yeah. one isn't as good as it really can
0: be. Gotcha. So, so that so something I've been thinking about because like Jacob said, we've mentioned about going on a stage before or we've thought about it. If you um, Something fun like this is how I think about like what my bits would be if I did it. When something funny happens to me that like I can like be by myself and laugh about, like then I'm like, okay, that's funny. But then I like exaggerate it. If I made up like an end to that story, I could even make it funnier. You feel like that is a good strategy. Like a lot of people use that. Like basically, they just tell their story, but like Like, on such an exaggerated level that it makes it funny. You can make it turn whatever way you want if you have a good basis. If the initial thing was funny that happened to you. Yeah. You know? So you're saying, like, take your experiences and just. Right. Like, if something funny happened to you when you went to the fucking mall, you saw a girl fall on her face and fucking <laughs> <laughs> drop popcorn all over the place or something. And then you. And then, like, that's the initial thing that happened. And then you start, like, you kind of yeah, expand yeah. off of it. I see what that. you're
1: saying. It's so like, where do you go to get your, like, material? Or you just, like, sit there and try to think of it? I guess that's what you're trying to.
0: Yeah, like do you do you yeah do you use real things that happen to you? Do you just make up the jokes? Because um, I feel like I don't know. I've I've heard comics do both, like things that are yeah. nothing relevant to the the comic themselves, and then other stuff where everything's relevant to their life story. Yeah.
2: It. Yeah, you're right. It's it's a both and thing. Uh, every comic finds different things to to make funny. Like you have your uh, like your Mitch Hedberg freaking hilarious dude mm. and it would just be like the dude could probably look at a lamp and then boom, uh-huh. a joke. make jokes right yeah. whereas with myself it's it's bold well i take personal events
1: yeah i don't want to keep nagging on you, you or good? if you just got to say maybe uh because you can twist this and bring the mic up higher all right no this twist. this
0: guy right here They're like uh
1: there you go you see what I mean? You guys? <laughs> <laughs> no, the other way. Pat
0: lefty, Lucy. I, lo- I already moved it up.
1: Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Right. That, I- does that um, sound like- good? Yeah. Better? Yeah, I think so. All right. Sorry about that. We'll find out after. I yeah. know they'll be able to hear you. Uh. I just don't want us to be like really loud and then you quiet, because then if we all talk at the same time, yeah, then, then it might uh sound a little bit
2: different. Awesome. So, um, where
0: were we? Back on track. To where where you get your jokes from? As right. Of, yep. If it's like based on you know things that have occurred in your life, or if you make them up, or what route you would take. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: So, yeah, it's it's from pieces of my life, and then I exaggerate a ton. I use my imagination with things. Mm-hmm. So, one thing is, I have a joke. Um, my wife and I were like drinking one night, and I, I got pretty pretty drunk, and there's a spider in the room, mm-hmm. and. I was yelling at the spider. Like, I was sitting there. I was like, you fucking dare to come in my home? And my (laughs) wife is just like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, he's violated my space. And she's like, it's a fucking spider, babe. Yeah. you're you're too fucking drunk, right? (laughs) So I took that and I, like, made this joke out of it but at the end like i throw in something crazy where it's fucking steve irwin fucking a great white shark <laughs> like, and then right. and then i like wrap the whole thing back together so, yeah. like it just compounds into like discovery channel from like my spider experiences to spiders on discovery channel to fucking steve irwin having sex with a great white shark yeah and it's like yeah like you've gotta take like for me you gotta take something that's real that's mm-hmm. personal and then just Expand on it so much That it's fucking stupid Yeah
0: Yeah okay No I can see I feel that like 100% we, yeah. yeah 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 No no, no yeah. I can dig that I'm just trying to know for myself Because I want to know How I think about them Because that's kind of What I yeah. was like Funny stuff happens Yeah I'm, I'm loud bro Yeah I know I'm trying to Like you know what
1: Work with me man That's nah, alright will second time I'll, having I'll, this I'll, stuff. I'll talk quieter <laughs> Wait so you're number two Uh huh Yeah so I you you down Wait talk
0: Talk Text Wait, Talk Don't talk and drive Texting right.
1: Oh, you know what? This whole time, I've been turning him up, but I was actually turning you up.
0: Ah. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so wait.
1: I think you're number two. So you talk. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That's why.
0: I, okay. Yeah, because okay. every time I, was, I talk, I'm like, uh, and I was trying to turn you, <laughs>
1: and I was trying to turn you down. So I kept turning him down. All right. So this, this is just all my fault. No, we're right. good.
2: So, so we're all good. Yeah. Oh, now yeah. oh, now oh now you sound like <laughs> determined, like bro. Very <laughs> <laughs> get
0: That's good. It <laughs> um, you said you wanted to get into. Can you find it? Can you find open mic? Sorry, I want to know. Okay. Yeah. Can you find mic open oh, like tonight, Saturday night? Like boom, we want to go on stage. Does it work like that? Uh, yeah. There's one Saturday night. that... Oh, you sound so much better now. Thank you.
2: Yeah. Um, I can't remember the name of. Um, there used to be ones at Queen's Pizzeria um, on Saturday nights, but that one's some more. I usually just do uh, two places on Tuesdays and one, if every hour, now and then, um, on Wednesdays. Yeah.
0: Have but, you ever had any really bad experiences on stage?
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've never been booed. Yeah. i never had that. Um, it was a time I got way too high um, prior. Yeah. <laughs> And it was it was an open mic over at Queens uh, Queens Pizzeria, area, and I just got up there and I was like looking around. I was like, I'm too high.
1: you, just <laughs> so you didn't say one joke. I, I, I tried, and it was just like, nah. nah. Did you? I mean, I've been there. Yeah, nah. Nah. Like what we were saying, like um, our first episode ever. We I haven't s- smoked in a very long time, and right. then. He like he just moved here. Some guy moved here. Some freaking dude from Jersey moved here, and he's like, "Hey, you want to smoke this?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, this this. Yes, <laughs> All right, I was yeah. like, "Yeah, it'll make the podcast more, you know, interesting and bring out like, uh, you know, certain <laughs> things of me that people don't normally get see." Next thing I fucking know, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, straight, just goldfish. Every three seconds, just. There was the longest hour of my life. Yeah, yeah, And I deleted it. Ah, oh. yeah, it was bad. And that's the only one that we ever. Oh, well, I guess there's two episodes we didn't put up otherwise we try to make this as like raw as possible where there's like try not to edit it too much or do
2: anything you know here's the you like, know, offense here's the thing with that too that i've noticed is that i'm the same way like if if i have a joke that's not there yet mm-hmm. and i haven't hardened it in any way like as far as like how successful it'll be and i i'll like show up and i won't do it on stage yeah i won't i won't even drive out here um and then I've I've learned just fuck man who cares? put it out so, there yeah put it out there and it, if it if it fucks up it fucks up and, but it's a learning experience but it teaches you to just be bold yeah
1: you're definitely right because I know we, we've had some episodes that we felt like um,
0: we're not nearly as good it, as other ones yeah for like sure. definitely
1: yeah. like uncomfortable about it but at the end of the day we always tell ourselves it's like well. Not every episode can be a dime. Yeah, but I also, right, right. I
0: also I look at big picture stuff too. Like you just mentioned about Joe Rogan before, um, about his earlier episodes, and then you can do it now. Like this episode twenty two compared to episode one, the way we're talking and listening and exchanging thoughts, it's night and day compared to when we started. Yeah, sure, right. sure. But
2: I mean, at the same time, if it's really something you feel shouldn't be, then.
0: Well, I I figured like anybody that's a fan, mm -hmm. you can look back on the and be like, okay, the progression, because I think a lot of people see people either at the bottom or they see them at the top. They don't see the in between. Mm -hmm. So I think actually something like a podcast. You you can physically see progression if you listen to episode to episode. You know, Um, what? it's
1: been like the craziest thing, though, since we started doing this podcast is um, it's all recorded. It's been uh, well, it's been very like therapeutic. Yeah, because we just, you know, get to talk and obviously like we were all talking before this right and like you know getting to know each other but there's something about it like and I've said this probably a thousand times on the podcast there's something about it when you're just like you're forced to just sit here and listen to whatever yeah. you guys have to say mm. and then you get to really appreciate listening to someone which like you can't leave bro <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: so you said you want to get into a uh, like fighting right I heard you say it a little bit, but I had to stop you because I wanted to hear it on the podcast.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's that's a pretty funny story if we have time for it.
0: We um, do. Cool, we got cool. a lot of
2: time. So, I, I'm I'm a I'm a really like I'm a person you can really laugh at because I'll like hit the gym and I'll get all like pumped up. You know, you fucking have a good set and everything you go through, and it's like yeah. a fucking good workout. And I'm like coming out and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna do that. Like, like yeah. just like something in my brain. So, testosterone's um, like fucking peaking, it's gone, yeah. yeah, like through the roof. Like, so I grew up with martial arts, I uh, d- grew up doing that. Um, I uh, did some wrestling, and then, uh, when I got out of the army, um, uh, I wanted to have another outlet other than weights, so I joined uh, an MMA gym in uh, Prescott, mm-hmm. and uh, it's called uh, Average Shows MMA. And so, uh, yeah, they do like Thai kickboxing and stuff there mm-hmm. they do uh catch wrestling which is really badass are you familiar with it Mm-mm. so it's well, funny well, what was it called catch wrestling okay never heard of it so what's cool about it is it's like highly aggressive so you got brazilian jiu-jitsu which is more like hey i want to get on my back blah blah, blah and i'll take yeah. it from here catch wrestling is like no just fucking jump at that motherfucker and take him down you know yeah. um so mm-hmm. and it's really cool um so i got into doing that and then how long when did you start doing that Oh, I, I joined up with them in April. I Joined up with them in April, or maybe March. Can't remember. And it wasn't. And like it was I was just like a couple months there. And I was all like excited after a workout. And I messaged um, the the main coach, and I was just like, "Hey, dude, you know, like I wanna um, I wanna fight." Mm. And he he's like, "Cool." And I was like, uh, "But I want to take a whole year and just like train, 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 and then yeah. do the fight." And don't like make a
1: fool it. of yourself, or right? Yeah.
2: And that was actually at the same time like you, I met you mm-hmm. uh through the summer shred and uh I have a buddy that does most of my training, um, most of my personal training. I messaged him and I was like, Hey, this is what I want to do. And he's like, Okay, cool. And he's like, What do you want to fight at? And I was like, I wanna be at least like two ten. Like mm-hmm. I wanna step on stage, do like actually men's physique, and then I wanna fight like the month after. Yeah. Are you are you training to go on stage right now? Um so so yeah, I'll get to that. Like so um, He's like, yeah, cool. So that, that was our plan. So I actually stopped doing the summer shred. Yeah. And I was just like worried about getting big. But then my wife and I had our third daughter in May. Damn, you got three kids, dude? I got three kids. <laughs> oh, <shit>. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I got
0: three girls. Uh, oh, man. Fuck, yeah. We can talk about that, too. Yeah. We'll, yeah. I don't, we'll, we'll go back to that. Okay, dude, so 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 it's not that hard to get a fight no
2: well i don't think it's that hard you just got to be ready so so yeah i messaged a coach he said that yeah he's like cool we'll be there we'll do it and and that's the thing like he'll let he'll let people know hey we got fights coming up on these dates who wants to fight let me know cool Mm -hmm. and but you gotta show up otherwise he won't let you fight right 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 oh because that's good to know. So i guess
1: you're like you're representing the gym
2: that and, and it's and it's uh for your safety you know yeah so you well, well that's, I mean that's it's the an amateur fight ask, not much dude. is gonna happen but at the same time shit does happen yeah, yeah.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying cause I'm like I'm trying to like low key train on the side before I go up to one of these gyms and shit cause I've been working two jobs so I don't really have time for all that right now but when I do have time and I do go into it I'd like to know that if I go in there with the right mindset and you know get myself in decent shape before I get in there then I get in fighting shape that I'm not gonna have to wait an exponential amount of time to get a fight
2: yeah yeah definitely well what are
0: you waiting right now
2: uh, right now, you're a pretty I big was,
0: dude. You're making Pat look small. So,
1: <laughs> <I, laughs>
2: I'm uh, right now. I'm 199. I was 210 two weeks ago.
1: Damn, dude, you're cutting hard.
2: I am going fucking insane. So yeah. I do intermittent fasting. I've yeah, um, been there. Uh, with teamed with flexible dieting, which mm-hmm. has been amazing for me. Um, Can you explain
1: I, intermittent fasting? Just I know, just yeah, so, yeah, yeah, let people totally. know what it is. So,
2: so it's just. Um, For men, it's recommended, I think, 16-hour window. I think for females, it's 12. That's what I did, yeah. Um, So I'll do anywhere from 16 to 18, and it's just where you're just fasting. It's easier if you do it while you sleep, but for me, it's easier to do it around my eating windows, like, when I'm really going to eat. So for me, I fast from anywhere from, like, anywhere between 8 and 10 at night all the way till 2 or 3 in the the next day. Yeah. Because I'm a night eater. Yeah. So if I'm going to load up on some calories, I'd rather be... In that
0: window, mm-hmm. and um, wait, if I'm right. way. Yeah, like, wait, yeah, um, wait, because I'm misunderstanding how this is explained. The, yeah, eight, so the you, 18, the 18 or 16 hour time window is that you're not eating for 16, for 18 16 hours, hours. Right, and then right. you have eight hours where you can eat as much or whatever you want. Right. So I think, yeah, like, yeah. whatever your diet is. Yeah.
2: Hugh Jackman says his videos, like his windows like I think 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. That's, that's that eight hours. Eat. So
0: it's usually about eight yeah. hours you're on and then 16 you're off. Is yeah. like that. I would do noon to eight when I did it. I was going to think right. of like like two to – and then now when you're fasting, nothing but water. Well, nothing that spikes your
1: insulin. Yeah. yeah so so the, the point of it is that if people are eating constantly all day, your
2: insulin levels are never like – I don't know. The, the
1: Do you know the science all behind it?
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, not a ton, but – um and, and keep in mind, my windows are kind of crazy. Like, and I'll we'll probably get to that. I, I go kind of nuts, but um, you when you're in that fasting mode, your body's just eating fat at that point. Mm-hmm. It's just burning everything off. And if you really look at about, you look at it and you think about it, it just makes sense with life, because I don't think cavemen were eating all the fucking time. Yeah. So your body's made to fast.
1: Cause, yeah, because <clears throat> once your insulin levels are like insulin resistant because right. that's a yeah, hormone that's a
0: fucking great fucking viewpoint dude i never thought about it like that
1: yeah so when you have like a when your insulin is i'm pretty sure what it does it helps digest your your glucose and when if you, if you always have high insulin levels it, it i know it just like it fucks with your energy levels and how you burn your energy so when you cut it down and like remove the insulin you get like a higher your insulin's like more potent i don't know mm-hmm. if that's something like that right
2: you're you're in a state of ketosis yeah, essentially, like what you're much.
0: what you're doing. Okay, yeah. <laughs> sorry. So no 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 no. no you it's, know, it, it, it's, it, it, it takes a bit to get used to, but once you do, your body adjusts. It you your what are your what are your energy levels like in the hours you're not eating? Dude, honestly, I'm fine when I do it. Yeah,
2: yeah, I'm fine. And sometimes it's like,
0: I do you think like, about it, or you think you when you go into it, knowing that you can only eat in those eight hours, you develop a way to. Your mind to to go into it knowing you're not eating for sixteen. Yeah, hours. well, your body's like a machine. right Well,
1: it's your body's not a nah, machine, mean, but it's body's
2: always adapting. So right, and I get that.
1: Once you do it long enough, you're like your body just gets trained to like, all right, noon's here, time to eat. Mm-hmm. And
2: then- yeah, yeah, definitely, and you you got to be in tune too, like, because uh, you will sometimes have like signals from your body that are like, hey, dude, I want to eat, like, yeah. I gotta eat, you know.
0: So how many times do you eat in your eight-hour window?
2: <sighs> I try to eat at least uh, six meals in that window. Damn, that's, um, that's
0: that's hard because you're probably always eating.
2: Wait, what, what's, co- wait, what's considered tough. a meal? Well, see, so it's tough. So, like, it's easy to just, like, uh, for me to eat, like, protein shakes and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'll have, like, three solid meals and then I just, like, a few protein shakes. Yeah. To mix in with I
1: was going through a prep uh, two years ago because I wanted to go on stage, but then I got this – I was, like, 40, 47 days in before I, like, cut it because yeah. I got a different job and then kind of just – Life happened, um, which is not a good excuse, but that was my excuse at the time. Hey. Um, but I was doing, I think, pretty much what you said, like three meals, and then, like, probably two. I counted out a protein shake, uh, two protein shakes a day as other meals. So, all right. I would start my day with, like, oatmeal and shit and protein. And it was interesting, Chicken but it milk. fucking worked. Like, yeah. when you actually count your calories, like, to the T and, like, watch it, that shit works.
2: Well, <laughs> yeah, it's like. It's crazy. So, I actually lost forty pounds in two months with intermittent fasting. Wow, that's serious. That is impressive. Uh, so, like, in 2000, uh, 16, yeah, 2016, I what
1: was. What were like you weighing? Two like two forty. <laughs> two forty. Dude, Dude I got thick, fucking
2: bro. fat. So, like, <laughs> like were you I working went, out too, or no? Oh, no, like, I had. I, okay, so I had like depression when I was in the military. Right. Okay. I I was one of those soldiers that had it. Um, and my doctor was prescribing me this stuff like called Depakote or something like that, mm-hmm. and she's like, "It will make you eat," and I'm like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> then, like, like, at, like I'm already like a fucking big eater. Yeah, and I was like this kid who grew up as like super scrawny with a big fast metabolism ADHD, yeah. but I got fucking fat.
0: Man. It's crazy how I went days, up to 240. Dude, did you know what I feel like that was. Mm-hmm. Well, some of those so if it was Well if it was something To treat depression An antidepressant Would be something To release endorphins In your brain So Yeah One way to get endorphins Is eating Yeah That's true So But it's crazy Some of those drugs it's Are like Crazy yeah Like uh, well, That's what I'm
1: thinking about Yeah like they can really, really mess with your body. It's the same with thing like anytime you're messing with like your hormones or any mm-hmm. kind of chemicals that are going on. Like birth control. Like some girls have some crazy reactions to birth control. Well, they'll put on a shit ton of weight, or they're just sick all the time or rash. you know, they can't eat. Yeah, yeah. No period at all. It's like which doesn't seem natural but We'll do it for the you sake gotta do of what you got to do to keep the babies out for the sake of us not him though he got three kids. Yeah. <laughs> True, oh, I guess that man. doesn't work. I guess that doesn't work this yeah. week. You yeah, so was doing the math. You said your wife on your first uh stand up in 2008. So you got married when you're like 19 or 20.
2: Bro, yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> Wait,
1: nah, dude, you could you could help justify it. Wait, did you get mil- you're you get get in trouble, wait, you, now, dude? Uh, you got married in the military and you've
0: been with her since. So cuz uh, if you have God bless you. No, man, yeah, dude. Did you get?
2: I, I uh, so I got with my wife when I was just turning twenty, and uh, we dated for two years. We lived together for a year. Mm-hmm. Um, well, wait, when did you enlist? I enlisted in two thousand nine.
0: Okay. How old? How old were you? Uh,
2: I think I was like, I think I was twenty two. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, so you weren't one awesome. of those guys
1: who are like, let's get married so we get paid more.
2: Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so we had plans to get married and everything, and I was joining, and I was kind of like, I'm like really like worrisome of her so I'm like I don't want to put you in a position where I'm in the military and you're stuck with me Yeah, like, and you don't like this life so I was like do you want to do this like if I'm leaving you can't go with me unless we're married Mm -hmm. and she's like well what do you think I'm like well why don't we just like see how it goes right like you know it's no big deal just wait a few months and then if we want to get married after I'm in let's do it Yeah. and she looked at me she's like are you fucking kidding me and I'm like oh what's the problem she's like Oh, uh, you're gonna marry me right now? And I was like, Oh, jeez. Oh, fuck. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, I I love her. She's she's freaking awesome. And I'm like, So you're that certain? And yeah. She's dude, you've like, been yeah. married for like ten years. Yeah. Yeah. She Damn. is. My wife is is amazing. And she goes. She goes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm ready. I'm like. You definitely broke like the uh the stereo because like nice
1: us, most of the guys that got married and the like that I know like right at, when they joined. Yeah.
2: They all fucking got divorces. The, you Ma- know, majority of them. i I learned uh i learned early on like you just have to go home like Mm -hmm. like all my buddies would go out drinking and stuff and i was and i knew what happened at the barracks yeah you know and we all know what happens at the barracks. yeah so (laughs) good times (laughs) i just went home to my wife turned on some netflix and chilled yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) man i honestly like marriage for me like i think about it and i'm like i mean i'm 24 yeah you just turned 24 right and, and then
0: sir, what i said yes sir
1: yeah and so it's like i think about married or even having a kid right
2: now i'm like right. freaks me out i'm not gonna lie it's scary and it's far- <laughs> it, it is scary because i didn't want to have kids till i was like 25 yeah maybe 30 like i had all these huge ambitions and stuff and i mm-hmm. was just like i don't think it'll mix and uh yeah we, we ended up turn having out, what do you um,
0: think, man? How what's what, what what's life like, bro?
2: Dude, it's, it's the best. Yeah. It is the best because it's like people go, "Oh, you know, I don't want to follow my dreams. I don't want to do what I want to do because mm-hmm. now I have kids and I have to have a 9 to 5 job and that's that's what I'm going to do." Yeah. I guess
1: that is that is the greatest fear. I mean, that's what right. goes through my head. It's like I have to give up on my dreams. You think it, you think it kills,
2: right? Yeah. I flipped it, dude. I, I saw my daughter and I was like I have to go after what I want in life, mm-hmm. so you know that you can go after what you want in life. Yeah. So, if, nice, if, dude. If thank you, and if if my daughters end up better than me in life, do more. I I've done yeah. my job. That's a great philosophy to have, and I think
1: like we've talked about it, where it's like it, it can ca- it can sound selfish for someone to say like I'm gonna I'm gonna care about myself and make sure I'm the best person I can be right. first, but that when you say something like that, it's like saying part of who I am is being a father so I'm going to be the best father I can be or the best you know brother or son or whatever job you're doing so
2: hundred percent that's cool
1: that you say that because I feel like a lot of people I don't have a kid but and you're older than me so you have more life experience for sure but I feel like a lot of people who have kids kind of definitely give up and you see it and you feel bad yeah what
0: about what about um, your relationship with your wife. How is that like having three kids and like f- it's strong, dude? Like, you guys have been yeah. together for 10 years. Like, me and him don't know shit about love, and we always asking people if they know anything about love. So, I'm asking you right now about that love. Yeah.
2: <laughs> All right. So, uh, this is 99.9. <laughs> no, no. Just uh, like, just yeah, like, with you. Uh,
0: just that you guys have, you guys you feel like you've grown, like you've got a better understanding for what it's like to love somebody, not only because of your daughters, but you've been with somebody for 10 years. I, I was 14, 10 years ago. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You yeah, know, it's
1: fucking crazy to think about. Yeah, <laughs> it,
0: it, It's
2: crazy, man. Cause you, um, it's all about respect and self-improvement. That's mm-hmm. what, that's all what it's about. And I'll never forget how much my wife has always had my back. Um, I remember, um, when I was in the army, dude, like and you'd hear it from you guys were in the Marines. Yeah. Dudes would come in p- pissed off about their wives, like. Yeah, buddies out. that wouldn't even go uh, home. Yeah. yeah they, they wouldn't they, go home. They didn't want to fucking be around otherwise. And like they'd say, like, Oh yeah, my wife kept me up all night watching the kids and we had formation at like four something this yeah. morning. You know? My wife, mm, the whole damn time I was in the military, yeah, she would be like, Hey, babe, go to sleep. I'm gonna take the baby and damn. I would just see her rocking the that's baby. a team player yeah so any wife got any sisters <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she does, she does. You know, any any time i think about giving up on what i'm doing mm-hmm. i think to that
1: that's awesome that is that. that's yeah. like something that's makes me envious of that because i mean i'm i'm not perfect it's I'm more gonna, bro i'm not gonna say i'm perfect what
0: it's more what it's mean? an experience that you can have only it doesn't matter we can Never experienced what you're feeling unless yeah. you go through what you're feeling. Well, I'm saying, like, through, yeah.
1: I'm envious of that because I feel yeah. like, no offense to the girls I've, like, dated and it. It might've been myself, you know, flawed also, too. But it's like, I always feel like, um, like, what it sounds like with you, you and your wife, you guys have a solid, like, you're a team mm-hmm. and you guys are going to, like, you know, build. I always I say this pretty often, but like, you're going to build an empire together, one pushing the other and you pushing her. And I, f- I feel like a lot of the relationships I had have been mostly like, me pushing them and i don't i feel like i don't get the same you know like we're both committed to each other's growth spiritually mentally physically everything you you know
0: that's what i'm saying that ties right into what like i feel like a relationship should be whether it's with a a girl or if it's with a friendship it's it's never above you never below you always beside you like i always bought into that that if you can look at somebody as an equal Mm -hmm. as a team player then you can grow as big as you want to grow. But if you put somebody on a pedestal or you or somebody else is putting you on a pedestal, it completely interferes with that whole entire thing. Yeah. 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 Well I'm glad we talk about love. <laughs> I think we should
1: seriously talk about relationships every podcast. <laughs> every single one, for the most part. They're like, what do they got to say this week? <laughs> <laughs> it's well,
2: like you're... it's like a segment, like the love segment of the podcast. <laughs> I'm going to start making like a jingle
1: that's just... what's
0: your lo- Yeah, like the 10-minute session will ask you what's your love situation like. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no,
1: I'll take this in a whole other direction. Um, so? so, every since I, I, I started doing this keto, mm-hmm. and I've done it before, so I knew what I was getting myself into. What's keto? Ketosis? All right. I'll break this down real, real quick. Bad. Real quick. All right. So, what your body normally when you're eating digesting carbs is converting those carbs into glycogen for an energy so it's it's glucosis is like your energy's like system on how you're running and then when you're in ketosis that means you've deprived your body of all the carbs which turn into glucose and now your body's turning fats into ketones as energy. so when you're in a state of ketosis you're just using fat you're burning fat as energy um so yeah that's ketosis um what I was gonna say though, and uh, it's gonna get a little edgy, but uh when you're in ketosis, have you ever been? Like full on?
2: Uh just with an intermittent fasting, not like literal yeah. keto diet. So like your I shits.
1: Your shits change up. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So you're like um <laughs> Like the time or the type? No, the type. Okay. So like you're eating a lot of grease, a lot of fats, right? So they kinda like and uh, you know, oils are you know, really fatty. So you're getting a lot of oils. And what that does is it lubes up that? I mean, it lubes up your asshole for the most part. So Makes you have it like wet. yeah. So you have like these explosive shits. But you're also eating like a lot of fiber because you don't want to eat too many carbs, and fiber doesn't really count as a carb. So now you got like this like rocket <laughs> Don't judge me. I feel like you're judging me. I'm just listening. Just dude. Me, dude. I'm just listening. All well, I'm trying to say yeah. is that like when you're in like ketosis and you're eating a lot of fiber, dude, it's like shitting rope.
0: Dude, don't worry about what I think about you.
1: <laughs> I'm just saying dude that's want people to know dude maybe someone's out there and they're like maybe I want to go keto
0: and maybe like, I want to have wet shits not, they're keto. not wet though because you have a lot of fiber dude, you're advertising out. it the wrong way no man. I'm
1: just saying you have great shits you have great shits yeah like the ones where you wipe once and you're done
2: and then and then you can use it as a lasso because it's yeah. rope shit yeah, so <laughs> you can save money on toilet paper <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man that was changing
1: the subject you know going off love all right, maybe I should have talked about shit. I don't know. That That
2: is a selling point. You want it. to do ketogenic? Uh, you will have rope shit. Once. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, what was I going to say?
0: What are you going to say? Where do you that dead spot space? No, I like that space. It gives me a little time to, to think. It's like where uh, you kind of feel like it might be awkward, but then if you're like, yeah, fuck it. Dude, what's going on with the world? What do you think is going on with these hurricanes and earthquakes and shit?
1: Yeah, some motherfucker's saying it's God mad for Dude, God's for mad, mad
0: about camera, God's, but- God's, ma- God's mad about the, the shit, that. Bro. Oh, man it Makes you think, though oh, <laughs> Just jeez. saying, there's like three of them in a row Mexico's <laughs> <is> getting <laughs> fucked up by an earthquake Like, it's just yeah, I read hey, wait, one- wait, wait, This Here's the craziest fact that I saw That they're expecting Irma to go up the coast And then go back into the sea In the same exact area That the eclipse left the United States in South Carolina. Huh. And they said it was gonna mess with the weather and everything's happened after that. Huh. Just a little food for thought.
1: Interesting. It's the end of the world. Oh, Trump's, I mean, Trump's Trump's saying, we're in a good Trump's Trump's the Antichrist. I, be, I know you didn't <laughs> want to talk about politics too much, but no you're gonna <laughs> <laughs> It's gonna be 150
0: degrees outside in Arizona shortly. Nah dude. I think we're in a good spot. If that was the case, like there, like shit just started getting fucked up, earthquakes and hurricanes and tornadoes, we're in the best spot. We're in the middle mm. of the desert.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And if like California falls off, we'll have like we can go beachfront property. Yeah, we'll be yeah, ready dude. to go. Yeah, we're, yeah. We're you're fucking the house value will go up a ton. Yeah. Nice. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. Hurricanes. <laughs> <laughs> Hurricanes. Wait, it's days. Irma. Irma, and then what's the other one? Luis. I
1: thought you said it was Jose. One. So, what do you think it's from though? Oh, yeah What do you think? Dude, it's weather, man. It's just like the world doing. it you ever
0: had the thought? And I've had this thought before that what happens if somebody had control of the weather and they were just like well there's there's conspiracies about that like okay there are you actually know? <laughs> actually the earth the earth and everything like we have we can you guys should be douchebags we can fuck with well the have water. you heard of like chemtrails control. you've heard it. you watched <laughs> already you know the chemtrails oh, there's like man. like
1: you know like the white shit that comes out of planes uh uh-huh. yeah. anyway, so people are saying it's like chemicals that the government is putting out to like control the weather
0: <laughs> no Uh, I mean it could be but I'm thinking unlikely it's like the
2: dark side of Joe Rogan's podcast yeah dude I love those ones (laughs) anytime he has Eddie Bravo on I'm
0: like oh yeah he's gonna get wild but I definitely feel like there's things that they could put in the air that could help Mm -hmm. make things a certain way why do you feel that way because we have iPhones (laughs) 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 we have iPhones dude they can fucking definitely fuck with the weather Oh Uh, So it's like the technology That we have with iPhones Yeah If they wanted to For sure That's how I feel
1: I mean probably eventually If not now already Well if
0: that was the case Do you think That they would be They would be doing this on purpose Like dude Like islands are getting wiped Like you can Like uninhabitable Because of these storms And they That's after the first storm Not the second Or the third one Well they may only get hit by the two I was talking to my buddy in Puerto Rico And they are expecting They told them expect besides from generators to not have power on the island for six months oof six months oh wow uh, what do you think i don't know like
2: if it i feel like if the government's doing something like that then they're dumbasses yeah because instead you could just be like genetically enhancing food to be like just steroids for the people and yeah. you just like build these nasty like I don't know. Or, or United States of farm. America, Aryan race. Yeah. <laughs> like buy, that's a,
0: I, that's like another conspiracy. Yeah, yeah, I buy more into the fucking thing, the act yeah. of fucking that people, everything's been so fucked up the past like eight weeks or so mm-hmm. in America that if there is a God that I, if there is one that I believe in, he would do some shit like this to be like, cause how much race racism have you heard? On nah, dude. News? Well,
1: dude, you got to think like in the relativity okay. of like how old the world is. Yeah. shits like this happened and it's happened way worse. It's true. You know what yeah. I mean. So yeah, in a person's life, say so you if I think it's ironic
0: live, the timeline that things are falling into place. That's really more so of what's selling me on it. Dude, there's it always me. gonna be like a major storm or something that happens.
2: Yeah, I mean it happens. Uh huh. If everybody wants to find a reason, yeah, to yeah. point, I'm to always show. looking for It's a just reason. like it is what it is. Yeah. So it's a hurricane. It like sucks.
1: A, a meteor could hit us and just kill us all. It is. And yeah. it's like. That shit happens in our universe, where a meter will hit and just blow up well, a fucking planet. The thing that is, happens. Like,
2: yeah, no offense, but like we're not special. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's what people want to feel is special. Well, if we're not why... spe-
0: if we're not special, do you feel as there's more out there? Yeah, one hundred percent.
2: I think there's a high possibility
1: for sure.
0: No, I think I think there's everything out there, all the way up to the extent of a parallel universe. I've talked about this, right? Where right. he's got blonde hair, I have dark hair. He's tall. I'm short. I yeah. sit on that side of the table, and he sits on the second <laughs> table. And, yeah, and the infinite amount of uh, parallel
1: universes. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the fact that the, it's in infinite is insane. Yeah, like
1: your brain, I guess, can't technically, like, fathom, fathom. Yeah, something fathom. like that. And, like, that's how, like... Um, I would like to think because like obviously I mean I believe in God but like um, the God I believe in is Mm. would be all knowing and how I would explain that it would be that without saying that we're not because I don't believe in like predestination so much where like I don't have an option like I was like it was told in a story that i was going to grab the mic like this yeah you know what i mean i don't i don't believe in that i think i still have free will and everything Mm -hmm. but that's like a hard thing left or right yeah so but it's a hard thing to say that that um to not believe in predestination but believe that whatever god you believe in knows everything because if you think that god knows everything that means he knows the future meaning he knows what you're going to do beforehand right which kind of fucks with your free will if you believe that way
0: Right. No, you I know? can, I can so, buy into that. but so, you, so how
1: I believe, so how I think of it is that God knows everything, but he knows every option of every parallel universe. Mm. So if I was going to grab this mic like this, he knows the future of what's going to happen that way. But he also knows if I was going to grab this remote instead of grabbing that mic, he would know that route too. So that way I still have my free will.
0: Right. It leaves the decisions up to you and it yeah. kind of leaves you in a spot where you're like, makes you want to do the right thing for the right reasons. Yeah because yeah. you have morals it's creating morals in your fucking brain well because i don't know do
1: you, do you believe in the, like predestination or like everything happens for a reason uh like you know there's a book that's been written i
0: think i don't think i think that everything's happened for a reason but i don't yeah. think in predestination
2: i think i don't know i think it's mean, that's, that's a possibility um i don't Like really, have any religious backing? Mm -hmm. I I grew up in a very religious family, in a Mormon family, but Mm -hmm. I'm I consider myself agnostic. But as far as a creator, probably there's probably one, and if they have an idea of what they want in the in these universes, yeah, then they they've got it mapped out, they've got it made up. I don't think um, I think there's just I don't think it's like really predestination. I just think it's like just a bunch of bodies and being called to do like something. Yeah. And if they execute it, then they do like, mm-hmm. like um, you guys are in this podcast. Like there's a ton of people who are being told, hey, you can really help people do this podcast. You know yeah, what I mean, and uh, it's not really your predestination, but something that it's like a fire, a spark yeah. that they're trying to light on you. Whatever this creator I, I, is. I can
1: guess so. I can see with that, like, it's you know, voices, bro. at least from like a Christian standpoint, they might yeah. say, like, you know, walk the path of God, right? But it's up to you to like walk that path. So like, you know, using the podcast as an example, even though this podcast doesn't, I guess, you know, some of the episodes doesn't glorify God as much as it should, you know, but um, that if, if that was a calling from whatever your higher power was, then that would be me, me walking that path. But if I've ignored the natural calling of me and you starting that this podcast, maybe I'm staying off the natural path of what our higher calling was which is no pretty pretty fucking i mean that's pretty fucking deep cuz no, you think I, about I it's I like, like that. ignoring your natural you instincts to. of
0: what you feel like you're obligated to do. Well yeah dude you have to like look dude every single time like when i made a big decision if i feel like there's two things that happen. One i have this feeling inside that just keeps coming back to me saying to do it. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is with that feeling when it comes saying to do it i have a thousand reasons why i should not do it.
2: Yeah right well it's like you know it's crazy too like, it was, like coming
0: out here dude like yeah. it, I fucking had every reason to not move to Arizona yeah but the one reason I needed to do it was because I know that I needed to come out here right for myself you, like you felt it I felt it and it was scary and I fucking made the move it was scarier moving to Arizona than it was leaving for fucking Marines which is crazy to think about yeah because I and, I the, and, and the reason and the reason is I think is because of the comfortability
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you didn't know, he moved out here uh, this March. Oh, yeah. Oh, cool.
0: Yeah, from Jersey. Right. So after I got out of the Marines, I went back home. And then when he said he was getting a house out here uh, or he was buying a house, he asked if I wanted the extra room. So I, you know, I came, I took it upon myself to move out here. Um, but over these two years, like after the Marines, like I feel like I've grown in, I don't know if you could say the same, like after you got out of the army, those first like one or two years, like you grew The transition. A, that transition, you grew a lot. So I grew into the comfortability of being back home in New Jersey. But the whole time I was there, I knew that I, I didn't want to be there. Mm-hmm. So, but at, when I was getting closer and closer to leaving to come here, the more and more. I was trying to talk myself into staying there mm-hmm. and, and less reasons of why i should come out here so it's like you have to like fucking fight off those demons yeah. to fucking get where you want to go
2: you know you, you know what's really funny about that is i was watching a um a youtube video once and i can't remember this um chick's name but she had like blonde hair and she was talking about like my motiv- type. she was talking about like, hey, you're blind. <laughs> you want uh, to go she- to the back? <laughs> Let's uh, build this out. <laughs> uh, anyways, so she was saying she like caught my attention because she's I-, I watch motivation shit all the time. Oh, hey she goes, here. she goes, motivation is bullshit. And I'm like, what the? You like what's she talking about? So I listened to her for a while, and in there, she talked about this phenomenon that happens in your brain. I forget what it's called, but basically it tries every way possible to make you not do something that's going to be uncomfortable at first. Mm-hmm. So you can keep comfort mm. like, so you can just oh, fuck, dude. like, like eating right or, or going to the gym. Yeah. It's same g- the same thing.
1: There's comfort based decisions,
0: uncom- man. the yeah. uncomfortability is actually what's making there. It's finding a way to make it comfortable or they're finding a way to make the uncomfortable thought, comfortable for you not partaking in your right. brain yeah. like oh oh man your leg kind of hurts maybe you shouldn't go to the gym yeah, you know what, you mean? what i mean yeah. like and then you I, like, and then you fight that thought off and then it like comes back and like well think about it if you do go to the gym this could happen to you yeah and i mean i'm just like this like, i'm a this strong believer cycle.
1: For, strong believer for sure that like anytime you're put in a position where you're uncomfortable right you're growing because i i know like the the times where i've been extremely uncomfortable i definitely like learned something from that experience sure. And then just from like the military, I know like the leadership that we had, they're always saying like, don't make comfort-based decisions. Like say if you're gonna take infantry tactics Chow's a and do it, right? You know, you don't go down the avenue of approach. You know, you might want to take the hill or some shit cause there might be like machine gunner at the end of the road. Yeah, Embrace the right? suck. Yeah. yeah. So it's like for sure, but it's weird how like your body naturally wants to fight off and it's stick to a secure position and, and, and
0: hold on to it. Did which you know is what's crazy is when you get to the other side though. And you used to look back. Dude, like, okay, so, like, I'm going to go back to this, and I know I've done it for two weeks now, but I was trying for, like, months to get up to go to the gym before to work in the morning, and I've done it now for three consistent weeks, and now it's at a point where it's, like, it's nothing to me. Yeah. It's, like, me me having a hard time waking up before is now a thing of the past, and it's something I feared for months. Isn't it funny when it becomes, like, Month. a need? Mm-hmm. Month. Yeah. And now, all of a sudden, three weeks later, it's nothing more. Then, something that I look forward to Yeah
1: And you nice. see What you just said Like you see that With people that first start Going to the gym Like those first two weeks They hate it mm-hmm. And then once If you go for like a month For sure Then you miss a day You feel like shit Like I know Like if I skip a day I'm like what the fuck Like what yeah. Like I'm missing something Out of my day If I don't go to the gym Mm-hmm. you know kind of like jacking off yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you will be at work
2: and like oh, maybe in my car no one will see this <laughs> um, it, it's it's really funny with fitness like you say that because uh, people like hit me up and be like, hey man can you be, like, tell me like what to do you know in the gym blah blah, yeah. blah. give me like some food and stuff and I'll always tell them for the first two weeks hit the gym for only 15 minutes. Just keep building the habit. Yeah, and they and they go, they go like, why? And I'm like, trust me, because like when I when I really got dedicated after I got out of the military to go into the gym, I would literally go for two weeks for 15 minutes, and in my mind, I'm like, no, I should stay for 20. Like you like build this guilt, yeah, and you're like, I really should stay for 20, and then all of a sudden. I was there for two hours. Yeah. Like That's actually all a really good idea. I've never thought
1: about uh-huh. that because if you just getting a, the person yeah, there, yeah, you put the short timeline in there and then all of a sudden, like what you said, you only spend 15 minutes and then they feel all, like they can. Do yeah. More. They're like,
2: I definitely didn't get enough out of that. Maybe I should stay longer. Yeah. That's a, let me use that. It's funny. Cause I did, I did that with my uh, cousin mm-hmm. and he just lost 30 pounds in the last couple, few months. Like, yeah. I think it's like two, two and a half, three months or something like that.
1: Are you, are you trying to train people or,
2: uh, just for fun. Yeah, I like helping people. I
1: I just got uh within I think the last 2 months, I got I just got certified with um the ACE. And then no, but I so haven't crap. used it or anything. I just kind of like I, I just wanted it, really. Yeah. Just to see if I can get it and then um but I was talking to LA Fitness to like go maybe train like some people on the weekends and then I don't know he's he's working on getting his now too because eventually, I mean, I would love to open up a, a gym.
0: Yeah, I, I want to do one, I want to do one-on-one like on my own shit fucking personal training people yeah like that's what I'm really trying to work towards right now but like that's why I've been started going in the morning I'm kind of putting myself through like a boot camp sort of thing that's why I asked you about the fighting thing earlier because Mm -hmm. like all of these things I'm trying to expand working out in so many different directions so when I take somebody in I can be like well I've done this this and this so I've been there I know how my body reacted to it and I can help you with it too so like that's my biggest thing right now is I'm trying to build my knowledge up of everything Mm mhm
1: well, I want to go full circle because I know we were talking about like that natural calling yeah. and how like yeah. that's like your path. And it's funny. I thought about this is like when you're saying that it's like the same as when you were a kid, you knew you were, you know, a class clown. You knew you wanted to entertain people. And you knew you like to have people smile. Right. And you knew, you know, bring joy to people's lives. And now you're that calling never went away. And that's obviously like what, when I ask you a question, it's like, do you are you still pursuing it? 100% it's like that is your natural calling and i can remember even when i was younger i wanted to be well like in high school and middle school i always would say like i want to be a fucking movie star or i want to entertain people i want to like make people laugh i want to be a star and then well i joined the marines but which kind of well i think it set me up for success but yeah yeah. so but like even once i got out of the military i was like well what do i want to do and the, the first thing that came in my head it was like well, I want to make some kind of entertainment where I'm bringing something, not necessarily entertainment, I guess, but like just bringing something to an audience, whether it is fitness or whether it is podcasting or anything. I mean, I, I just enjoy I mean, music, too. I enjoy playing music for people um, that that I've always felt like that's been a natural calling in my life where I've wanted to give something to an audience.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Which no, is cool. I feel you no, I, my, I mean my natural calling I feel like has always been uh, Coaching I've always been a big fan of coaching and I think that's why I like envy personal training and training people Yeah, I don't I didn't really look back into it until recently But if I look back in DC and then all the way through the times like even in Jersey of the amount of people of my buddies That I took under my wing that didn't know anything about working out and yeah. I didn't really know a ton of about it either But I knew enough about it and I knew enough about being able to motivate somebody not so much like let's fucking go like pump up you know shit like that but consistency bro yeah it's the most consistent i've been anything in my whole entire life yeah i feel like
2: there's things you know there's things that we're we're called to do and we can either ignore it or we mm -hmm. can pursue it but if you pursue it yeah yeah, look what'll happen but that like even um, saying that i feel like proves
1: like, if you believe in what you just said, like, it proves that there, whether it's Jesus Christ or freaking mm. Muhammad, like, there's a higher power. Because, like, there is, like, this natural, yeah, like, if you feel it in your soul, no, there's nothing scientific, it, uh, there's nothing science that proves about what a soul is or anything like mm. that. But it's, like, you can feel the essence of, of uh,
0: like, what. You feel feel your your destiny like should be or something it's overwhelming bro you can like i don't know about you guys but i've definitely had revelations where there's feelings about something that you felt a certain way about and you can't describe it you can't put it in words you just it's there it's inside of you and it's part of you it's the way that your body's wired yeah and everybody's body's wired a certain way and it's like are you willing to open the book of life to find out what kind of way you're wired yeah
2: which can be scary too Mm mm-hmm (laughs) yeah i think i think it's nuts i I think we're just um you know it's kind of funny like if you want like your podcast for example if you want to do this podcast you have to stick to certain things right yeah you have to do this this and this you can't just be like oh i want to do a podcast Mm -hmm. and there's consistency there there's like you know you guys buy these sweet ass mics and shit like you gotta have those things Mm mm-hmm um, with goals or anything in life that you choose to set forth and do, I think of it as like free falling. Mm-hmm. Because when you free fall, like you can't there's there's no resistance from you. Like you're just going. Like mm-hmm. you can hit the ground or your shoe can open, you know? Yeah. Um and that's how you got to approach the things that you want to do in life. You've just got to succumb to the will of those things. You got to let go and just fall. Wow. And that's you guys. That's like I like that, dude. I like, like, I've, I've always th-
0: I've always thought about going up. I've never thought about going down. <laughs> down. I'm, I'm big on
1: uh, analogies. I like that. I do analogies all the fucking time, on, and that that's what I haven't used. And I know, like, no, no, dude, makes, I've never. Th- 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 I've
0: always thought about going up, never about going
1: down, and then forgetting about the resistance and fully yeah. committing. Yeah. whatever
2: your goal is well it's 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 something like that it means something to me because like in the army I was I was airborne mm-hmm. and uh it you just learn like yeah you're afraid but everything's gonna be all right just just go for it and mm-hmm. so that's the thing like you know man you know I know I need to lose weight but and that cheeseburger looks good like for me I think of that that idea of me just falling like what yeah. am I supposed to Jump. be doing go the other way get some chipotle or something you know? yeah yeah chipotle's my shit by the way yeah, yeah i eat the fuck out of Chipotle. Like,
1: it's like the easiest meal prep ever yeah i do it all the time they should definitely sponsor me i know we're coming up on are we coming up on an hour already yeah we are damn dude that went by pretty fast oh wow, that went by pretty fast yeah. so typically we try to keep it around an hour um we're there but i want to give you like an opportunity like a. We've talked to think, a pretty wide variety. No, I went by I really. Was, fast. I think
0: it was good. I think that there was a lot of good knowledge. Yeah. Definitely. By the way, you're a great guest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I could get, I could
1: tell by just how you text. I was like, this guy's a social, social <laughs> guy. Um, if uh, let's see, what do I want to say? Since we're on the motivation topic, and I kind of like how it's feeling right now. Yep. If you want to say anything, any last remarks um, about goals or. Whatever the fuck you want to say right now, you can talk about jacking off for
0: all talk about uh,
2: Yeah, I, I would say um, just embrace the suck with, with within your goals. Like you've got to do what it calls for you to do, to whatever it may be. You want to be VP in the company, you want to be a taxi driver, doesn't matter. You got to fit that blueprint and run with that strategy. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're going to fail, it's going to happen. But that, how you come out of that failure, is how you're successful. Um, I, there's a UFC fighter. I can't remember her name, but she said something like, along the lines of a loose translation of, um, if you don't learn from your losses, then mm-hmm. it's a true loss. Mm-hmm. So that's that's all I got. Gotcha. I like that. Um, we're, let's see. Your Instagram is...
1: Uh, that's funny get all the shit out <laughs> get, like, get it's, the a, plugs, it's a man. newer one we I'm don't saying. have a huge audience but uh, yeah the we, audience will. Do. we will so we will though <laughs> uh,
2: it, used to, it used to be make me some taters but now it's uh, Ty underscore Fraley Fraley spelled F-R-A-L-E-Y Ty is of course T-Y
1: yeah and you do your um, when's the next show you're gonna be doing
2: uh, so I'm not doing any shows right now just hitting the mics just doing the grind um but uh if any come up it'll be post omnium.
1: So well, on. dude, I can tell for sure. I know we're like going a little bit past time, but fuck it cuz our podcast we can do whatever we want. Um yeah. <laughs> 4 hours. I, mean. um, <laughs> I definitely think you know, we've had we don't have a guest every show we have, but mm-hmm. um I mean, we've had a, a good amount of guests, I'd say out of the 22 and uh you're definitely you know how to talk mm-hmm. and I think if you keep pursuing like stand-up, I, I think you definitely have a natural act towards it, um, just from how you talk. And um, definitely would love to have you on the podcast again. And then um, next time you ever put a show, let me know so I can plug yeah, that dude. shit. Right yeah,
0: Yeah, we'll be sharing your stuff, so they'll be able to find you. Yeah, right on. Thanks. You're, you're guaranteed <laughs> to at least get three to four new followers because of <laughs> <us>. <laughs> yes like,
2: maybe five is a
1: good <laughs> and two of them are if, us. if i get to,
0: if
2: i get like 10 i'm showing a picture of my ass on instagram yeah. uh, we're, no. we're, make, we're
1: making shirts soon too so i'll make sure to get you a shirt yeah, you <laughs> do, <right? laughs> be like cool. um let's wrap that up this episode All right, bro. 22 and All right, that was episode 22 of His Life As We Know It podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Um, Be sure to check us out on iTunes, Twitter, Instagram, SoundCloud. Also, we got some new things coming soon. We're um, currently constructing a website. We're going to be getting some shirts soon and some
2: wristbands, some merchandise. So stay tuned. Good things are coming. Thanks.